This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Training Unleashed the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exciting edition of Training Unleashed. It's kind of cool because we have the CEO of a company called Unleashed. So this is Training Unleashed talking to Unleashed, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, before we get going, of course, I need to thank my sponsors, C-Suite TV, C-Suite Radio. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. With me, I got Richard Schall. He's the CEO of Unleashed. Richard, you know, this has to be my first question. Why do you call your company Unleashed? I know why I call my, my podcast Unleashed. Why is your company called Unleashed? Uh, you know, we saw what you guys were doing, Evan, and it was, it was just so good that we decided to copy you guys. That was, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like, I, this is going to be a good episode. There's no doubt about that. You're a good sense of humor. No, we call it Unleashed because um, for me, one of the most important concepts in life is freedom. And what I think many people go into business for, which is time and financial freedom, they end up losing in the process. And for me, it's so important to find the tools, the mindsets, um, and the processes that allow you to recapture that and actually live that. Um, so that's, that's to me what being unleashed means. And we, we want that for every single, every single client we serve, whether they be an entrepreneur or kind of more of an operations-minded manager. So I know you have coined a new term, which is the chief everything officer. And I know this is actually a, a really important concept. So what is a chief, uh, I know the answer of course, but audience does not. What is a chief everything officer and why do you not want to be one? It's a great question. I think chief everything officer comes down to somebody who sits in an executive seat in a company, but finds themselves wearing way more hats than they initially thought they would in that seat, spinning way more plates than they feel like they can keep going at any one time and putting out fires all the time, right? They're, they're living in a reactive state versus a proactive state. And, you know, for us, we primarily serve entrepreneurs, uh, you know, a couple million dollars in revenue, kind of up to, you know, multiple eight figures. Um, and so that's very real in their world. But I've also stepped into much larger companies, like I know a lot of your audience, where the department heads are experiencing that same phenomena, right? Where they're like, man, I, I came into this role to use my skills, to be strategic, to oversee teams. And instead, 
I just feel like I'm running around with a chicken with my head cut off all the time. Um, and I think that's, you know, none of us want to own that identity, but if we're honest with ourselves in a moment of, you know, self-reflection, we'd say, yeah, I, I'm, I'm playing chief everything officer. I'm playing chief everything human resources officer or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, and, and a lot of times you're really, you're micromanaging and you're diminishing your team. And then you're going to create a team of people that are unwilling to make decisions and are going to go to you for everything. It's, it's, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy after a while because you keep building it up. Um, 100% true. I had a friend one time who told me, he said, uh, if you're always putting out fires in your business or your division, you might just be the arsonist. And uh, sometimes, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's like the environment we unintentionally create, not intentionally, unintentionally, we create the environment through micromanagement or whatever, and then we kind of have to reap the consequences. So if we're the ones who created it, we also have to take responsibility and change it. You know, I find that people ask you questions and you just want to answer them. And that part of the art is to know when not to answer a question. And so, you know, someone sends me, hey, should you be at this meeting? Whatever you think is best. Um, and it's, it's really tough. But you actually have a process, a journey that you bring people through who are looking to shift from being the chief everything officer to being a true visionary strategic CEO or true visionary strategic department head or whatever job you have. And maybe you could uh, give us a quick uh, overview of what that process looks like. Yeah, so that, that process, you know, obviously pieces of it are very contextualized to our audience, which is, as I said, more entrepreneurial in nature. But I think to give you the, the high level principles that govern it, the, the first step to kind of moving from chief everything officer to unleashed CEO or unleashed you know, leader would be to really get clear on your vision. And when I say vision, I don't just mean the fluffy stuff that you put on posters in corporate America. I mean, really understanding um, at an identity level, who am I going to show up as in this role? Like, what's my ideal vision for who I'm going to be? And then what do I see? So who am I going to be? What do I see for this department and this team? Again, a lot of times when you're operating in a reactive state, you, you, you perish for lack of vision, right? You're just, your vision is survival, you know, maintenance, putting out the next fire. Surviving and, till tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Making it through the day, right? Keeping the wheels on the bus. Um, and I get it. I've 100% operated there before, but without a vision, people perish. And that's true for your team right? And it's also more true than ever for you as the leader. <clears throat> so I think the starting point would be, you know, getting back to getting out of that reactive state just long enough to sit down and really ask the question, like, who do I want to be? What kind of leader do I want to be? You know, one of my favorite, um, you know, it, it, there's a great leader named Craig Rochelle. He runs an amazing podcast. And he said, uh, one of the things he said to me recently that really inspired me was he's like, you know, as you're setting goals, don't just set do goals, set who goals. So like, not just what am I going to do, but who am I going to become, right? Who am I choosing to be in my role as a leader? 
And I think that's just a really great part of vision that doesn't get talked about enough is your vision for who you're going to be as a leader. Um, and, then, and then moving that to your team or department, right? You have a mission, even if you've forgotten it, right? Your team has a mission, even if it hasn't been brought to light recently. And really just thinking through like the impact positively or the consequences negatively if you do not achieve that mission. Getting back to that place of conviction where you're able to clearly articulate to yourself and to your team, this is why I have to change, right? Because humans only change typically when the pain of change is less than the, the or greater, less than what we perceive as the pain of staying the same. So there has to be a compelling reason to stop playing chief everything officer. And that reason is typically a compelling vision, both for you and your team. So I'd say that's the first place to start. There's some more stuff in the process, but. So let me, let me put you on the hot seat. I'm going to do this in reverse order. What is your company? What was your, per, what is your personal intention? Cause you're really describing your intention. Mm. What is your why? followed by what is your vision? You want me to sp speak to what those are for me? Yeah. So my personal, my personal intention is, uh, I, I say it this way, I want to end the never mentored epidemic in business. So for me, um, I just, I see, feel like, and, I, and see an entire generation of business leaders who have no mentors. And just a deep passion of my heart when I was going through literally hell on earth as a business leader and, and, and as an entrepreneur was feeling so alone. Um, like nobody understood me and nobody had my back and nobody was by my side. And uh, for me, my intention is to, is to make sure that nobody has to feel as alone as I did in those moments. Um, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot of other people who feel that way though, right? Feel just incredibly alone. No peers, you know, around them, no, no counterparts beside them, no mentors ahead of them. And, uh, and I want to change that. And, and I think, I think we will, we'll play our part, make our dent in the universe to make that happen. And, and I, I feel a personal conviction to end that never mentored epidemic, as I like to call it. Um, I think, as far as my, was the next one vision? You said, I thought there was no, one. Next, is, next one's your why, which mm. you kind of answered when you went through your intention. Yeah. So we can, we can shift to vision because I think you really did show your why. Yeah. And for me, my vision is really in, in tandem with that intention is to see a, a global tribe of unleashed CEOs and uh, unleashed operations counterparts or integrators who are working in tandem to achieve their big impact visions. I just think about the exponential impact of, you know, tens of thousands of, uh, you know, uh, healthy, um, intentional, ambitious, driven business leaders who have partnered together. They have mentors and they have counterparts and they have peers and they're all pursuing a big impact vision and they're helping each other achieve their big impact visions. That inspires me. I think, there's radical things in culture that could be transformed and in society if we had entrepreneurs committed to doing that. And I think we've already seen some of that in, in, the, in our current era, but I think there's, for, for us to reach the next level um, as, as, as people, to, to make earth look a little more like what we envision heaven to be, I think we're gonna need a whole lot of people pursuing meaningful visions together. Well, I, 
you know, I'm, I'm in your camp. Uh, I totally believe in having a vision. I think every company needs a vision. I think every person needs a vision. Um, everyone should ha you know, have a passionate why. Um, and I'm power of intention is massive for me. And I actually put intention, not just into the general direction of my business, but as a daily exercise. Mm. So I start off the day and I think about my intention. And then whenever I do this podcast, I have a, a podcast intention, which I connect to, which is to be curious, to be connected and to have fun, mm. right? To be curious, meaning I'm very interested in my guests and what they have to say connected is that we're we're having a meaningful conversation and to have fun so that this is a joy for the listener to listen to for me to participate in and, and hopefully if i don't ask two tough questions for you richard to, to, to enjoy i'm uh, having fun but your you intention's working you know what i don't do richard that you do do mm. i don't train people on how to do this and that's what makes what you do really interesting is because I think there are a lot of people that sit back and say, I wish I had a powerful vision. I wish I had a great why. I wish I had clear, clear intention. But that's like easy to say, but very hard to do. Very hard to do. For me, personally, I'm very much into this. and I've been working on these things for 20 plus years. But most people have no idea where to start or how to start because, you know, you, oh, you can say it, but what does it mean? But the fact that you actually have processes and mentoring and, you know, a whole community, uh, I think that makes what you do extremely interesting and, and, and powerful for people. Mm. But does that make sense to you? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. And I think it, it's really interesting because what you just said sparked for me, like the next step in the process, if you, if you don't mind me going there. Go ahead, please. Tortle Training's Learning Matter experts are passionate about designing effective solutions that move the needle. Whether your organization needs development of e-learning courses, instructor-led training, or assistance with creating optimized electronic versions of employee handbooks, our team can help. To learn more, visit tortle.com slash learning dash development. Well, because I, I think, man, for, for the business leader who's listening, you know, some of them are, are probably really inspired by what we just said. They're like, I'm going to start doing an intention every morning. I'm going to write out my vision and I'm going to, you know, for others, they're probably a little bit more uh, skeptical. Like if I was in their seat, I would be too, to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to the Tony Robbins seminar before. I know the vision stuff, but like, how does that affect me actually playing chief everything officer and, and putting out fires? And what I would say is the next thing you actually have to do is solicit your team's buy-in to that vision. Um, and this is where a lot of leaders fail, right? In our process, we actually call this opportunity recruiting because most of the people we're working with, they actually need to recruit that high-level COO or management-minded counterpart to actually help them implement their vision. But the same is true. You might not even need to go recruit and make an external hire, but you do need to do what we teach our clients, which is not just transactional leadership, oh, I'm going to go hire someone, or oh, I'm going to go delegate to my team. It's transformational leadership where you actually take that vision and you go get your team bought into it. You get them, their heart synced up to the same beat that you're on, um, and you let them have input on it. 
it's not just also being kind of the overbearing leader. This is the direction. It's you. It's this art and this science of bringing them into this compelling vision of the future and getting them emotionally and professionally invested in seeing that vision become a reality. Because when you do that, suddenly you're you're not alone anymore. See, part of being a chief everything officer, like the number one defining trait of a chief everything officer is they're a lone wolf. They feel yeah. overwhelmed, they're on their own, they don't, they can't depend on everybody, anybody else, they have to micromanage their people, they have to take tasks back and put it on their plate. It, it's a mindset and a container, but it's a symptom of how you're leading. And to the extent you can involve the people around you, God, there are no perfect people, even if they're not perfect. And honestly, if some of them are really bad, it's still your responsibility as a leader and manager because you got the wrong people on the bus, right? But, but to the extent you can pull those people in, get them bought in to that vision and seeing the future with you, suddenly you don't just have a bunch of people you can delegate tasks and projects to. You have true collaborators and peers who, who want to actually proactively help you solve the issues you're facing so that you can get to that vision. Well, I'm, I'm totally with you. I, I'm actually wondering if you read my book, Engaging Leadership or engaging leadership meets the younger generation because I just hype on, uh, I spell engage with an I, not an E for involvement because I really believe you bring people into the process because you end up with better ideas, but you also end up with ownership. Mm. And when people understand what the company's doing, why they're doing it, this part of building that vision, it's incredibly powerful. So powerful. But, you know, just wanna, I just wanna hype on this lone wolf thing because there are tons of lone wolves. I mean, and, and I think that maybe for some people, they're lone wolves in certain dimensions in their business and not in others, uh, you know, in their lives. But, you know, the root cause of lone wolf is something has happened to you in your life where you don't trust others. Um, and because you don't trust others, you become a lone wolf because the only person you trust to do something right is yourself. And, you know, really understanding what that is to help overcome those fears. And I'm sitting here watching you smile. So true. It's so true, Evan. Like what you just shared is what I've consistently seen across hundreds of entrepreneurs and business leaders. The issue comes back to trust. And listen, I get it. I've been betrayed and stabbed in the back by partners. I've been sued by former employees. I've, I've entrusted multiple hundreds thousands of dollars of our budget to people who irresponsibly mismanaged it. I've uh, worked with outside vendors who wrote up contracts on my behalf only to find loopholes later on that cost us massive amounts of money. I like you name it, I've been down the path and I have every reason in the world, including my own personality to not trust people, yeah. right? Defaults in my own personality. What I can tell you is the instant you lose the ability to trust people around you, you lose your influence and your leadership along with it. Like people are smarter than we give them credit. They sense when we do not trust them. And without trust, you cannot have teamwork. There is no teamwork apart from trust. If you can't trust the people around you, you either need to make the bold decisions that they're not trustworthy and therefore they don't have a seat on this team or you need to go do the deep work in your own heart and soul to figure out when you got so wounded <laughs> yeah. that you feel like you can't trust anyone anymore. 
because unless you can get over that barrier, your leadership will always be capped. I totally, totally agree with you. Uh, this is this is almost beyond. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're so in sync, <laughs> which, which is great. And I think what you shared is real is really valuable. Um, Richard, this has been very interesting, and I know there's more you could share, but we do have a limited amount of time. But uh, can you share with everyone what your company does? Who are the people that should be reaching out to the company? And you know, talk. You know, I know you work a lot with CEOs, but also talk a little bit about how you work with non-CEOs too. Yeah. So essentially, what we do, man, is we match make what we call visionary entrepreneurs with their integrator counterparts. And if you're not familiar with the term integrator, it's a, a term popularized by our friends over at EOS. But essentially, it's typically the more operations-minded, high-level executive leader or manager of a, of a company, right? You could call that the president. In some cases, it's the COO, chief of staff, general manager. There's a lot of terms for it. But it, it's really the person who manages and oversees the day-to-day freeing the CEO up to actually focus more on the future and on growth. Um, and that's that pairing those two people together and training them and mentoring them to mastery in their roles is what really unleashes a company's potential, but it also helps the entrepreneur not be chief everything officer anymore, not be alone, actually get to focus on what they love to do and are great at. And in the process, that operations-minded integrator gets to do what they love and are great at, which is build stability, build teams, build systems, build structure. And they're also unleashed in the process, getting to do it for a vision they believe in and a culture and team that they love to show up to work to every day. Um, So that's what we're all about at Unleashed is matchmaking those two people together and then mentoring them to mastery in their roles. Um, That said, specifically, you know, kind of our, we have a proven process to help, you know, CEOs find their operations counterpart or integrator, uh, you know, and, and, and mentor both of them to, to achieve mastering those roles. But we also have a, a network of operations-minded uh, leaders and managers who are interested in the prospect of kind of finding their more visionary counterpart in an industry they're passionate about, and then potentially pairing with them at some point um, to, to be part of an entrepreneurial company's growth, both to participate in it from a vision standpoint, but also get to participate in it from a profit sharing or growth perspective, um, as that's what we, we typically offer and, and extend. So um, that, that's a bit about what we do and, and kind of the two groups of people that we serve. That'd be great. It'd be probably helpful if you shared your website. Yeah, you can go to unleashed.ceo. It's that simple, no.com. It's just unleashed.ceo. And you can find lots of information there about what we do and, and how to get connected to it. That's uh, very, very good. And uh, it doesn't cost money to talk to you, right? No, it doesn't cost money to talk to us. Not a bit. So, so go to the website, check it out. If you have interest, let them know. Um, Richard, we always end the show with, if you had one piece of advice, one tip, what would that be? Uh, share with this audience? What would your tip be? I think, honestly, if I had one, it would be a daily practice of silence and stillness where you reflect on who you want to be and what you see. Um, I, I just can't tell you how impactful that practice has been in my life as a leader, right? To have a dedicated space 
away from the noise, away from my phone and my email, where I'm intentionally, as you put earlier, setting an intention. But for me, I'm setting an intention. I need to start doing the setting the intention for the day thing. I write out my daily agenda, but that, there's a powerful practice. But, you know, so add, add some of Evan's magic in there too. do the daily intention thing. But for me specifically, I have a list of I am statements who I'm going to show up as. And I have a list of I see statements, what I see. And it just, it just changes how I show up. It changes how I show up as a leader. And I would say if you're playing chief everything officer in your company, it has to start with the change has to start inside before you're going to start seeing it in your team and in your environment. Well, that's a, that's a great tip. Uh, Richard, I want to thank you for being a guest on the show. I want to thank my audience. Without the audience, I, I don't have a show. And of course, I want to thank my friends at C-Suite TV and radio that really are true and wonderful partners. Again, thank you, Richard. Everyone have a great day. Training Unleashed is brought to you by Tortal Training, specializing in e-learning and interactive online training solutions for corporate, government, nonprofit, and franchise organizations. Tortal makes effective training easier. Just go to tortal.net to gain access to real-world tools that can make a difference. That's tortal.net, T-O-R-T-A-L, tortal.net. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>